When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. back on Inside Black and Gold. And this segment, we're going to take a break from the three up, three down, because man, that's depressing. And we're going to talk about something even more depressing. Shouldering. Especially when you're throwing shoulder. Gosh, darn it. Anyway, I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. Um, so yes, Derek Carr went down. Initially, I was like, man, that's a broken collarbone, clavicle, whatever. something that's going to end his season. And you're thinking like, man, how much, how many games can they win with James Winston? Right? Can they get through? And, and you know, you kept him around for a reason, you know, I think that's, that's a tough spot to be in coming in at halftime. You know, and the offense isn't really geared toward what you want to do well. He went to Mike Thomas a lot more. I think that's going to be what you see from from Jameis a lot is him utilizing Mike Thomas a lot. You know, the the deep shots to Rashid, I don't know. Um, but Derek Carr left the stadium, got an X-ray, AC joint sprain. We don't know the grade, and we're getting to the, more of that in a bit. But yeah, what, what was kind of your reaction when you saw that? I know you were texting me. Yeah, my, that, my first one was just which shoulder was it? Because I couldn't tell right away. And then after the replay, you could tell, bam, he landed on that throwing shoulder and all kinds of expletives come out your mouth when you see that. <laughs> because, yeah, you, you definitely feel the worst. And we went through hell last year. I mean, I know you know because we've talked about it, how miserable life was, you know, dealing with, you know, the Andy Dalton-led Saints in this in muddling offense. But – I mean, to start out, at least the offense hasn't looked that much better, honestly. But to see the starting quarterback go down like that, you feared the worst. And thankfully, it looks like we've avoided anything major, though. So still, you know, I guess have some questions and concerns going into it without knowing more. But but at least I'm sure with uh, Dr. Elias explaining things, you realize that it's not a death sentence for this season for David Carr, at least. Derek, um, Derek you, say, you said last year. I mean, I was talking to Nick Underhill after the game. And I was like, when's the last season the Saints got through without having to start their backup quarterback for like four or five games? And I think we landed on 2018. Because 2019, Brees got the thumb injury. That was Teddy Bridgewater. 2020, yeah. Brees had the rib injury. That was, you know, Taysom and Jameis with the second half against the 49ers. 2021 was Jameis when he went down and you had to start Trevor Simeon and then Taysom Hill. The other five lost five games in a row, torpedoed your season. Last year, Jameis for three games and then Andy Dalton the rest of the way. So, I mean, every season it seems like. And at a certain point, it's like, it's not just bad luck. Like you're letting this guy down, but you know, like like you said, it's not the end of the world. The AC joint sprain, and so you know, that's you know, colloquially, if you're trying to figure out what that is, it's you know, we would call it a separated shoulder, right? Like that's kind of the the term that people say, and that's really what you're looking at. But here is uh, David Elias with Tommy Tucker this morning on WWL. It was a really informative interview. So let's take a listen. David Elias joins us now, an orthopedic surgeon with Ortho LA to help us. I know you've not seen Derek Carr. You, you don't know what his condition is. But generally speaking, 
Um, what is AC? Uh, what what is a shoulder separation, shoulder sprain? Talk us through all of that if you can, please. Yeah, an, an AC sprain. It's a pretty common injury we see in football. Usually caused from a direct impact. Either you fall on the shoulder, you get hit at the shoulder, or you can fall on an outstretched hand. Uh, it's a, a sprain or a tear of the ligament that connects the acromion to the clavicle, which is the collarbone. Uh, we call it a separation, not a dislocation. And with any injuries, uh, they're, they're, they're graded based on how many of the ligaments are torn and, and the severity of the injury. So, you know, grade one is a mild sprain, grade two, a moderate sprain. You get into your grade three, four, five, six sprains, and those are the more severe. And sometimes, usually you're talking about surgery, reconstruction, uh, grade four and higher. Sometimes a grade three uh, can be surgical. With him, with Derek Parts, it's throwing shoulder, so that, that complicates it a little bit more uh, as far as return to play, depending on the grade. So... A, a separation is a sprain, or a sprain is a separation? Yeah, yes. A separation is, you know, they, they call it an AC separation uh, or an AC sprain. Anytime you're spraining a ligament, you're tearing fibers of the ligament. And, and again, most sprains that you hear about, whether it be a, the knee, an MCL sprain, or the shoulder, like an AC sprain, we grade the injury, you know, based on the severity of the separation or the damage to the the ligaments or uh, the, the the separation of the joint. The treatment for this, is, well, I guess it depends on the grade, huh? It does. They'll probably get, you know, you, you diagnose it by an X-ray. Uh, that tells you, you you're looking at the X-ray to see basically how high is the collarbone separated uh, from the acromion. Uh, and that's usually what you use to grade it. Now, they'll get an MRI because less than, I'd say, 20% of the time you can get an associated injury, uh, another injury like a tear to the rotator cuff or labrum, which makes it more significant. But typically, you know, a grade one and grade two is never surgical. Grade threes depend on the separation uh, and depend on the patient. And again, with him being his, his dominant throwing arm, that could change whether you treat something conservative or surgical. But, but as a surgeon, when we see an AC sprain, we, we prefer to treat these conservative because they do a lot better and they get back a lot quicker because, you know, typically they're milder sprain of course i know nothing about no, it but right. like they've looked they, they've taken an x-ray typically you can tell the grade of the separation by an x-ray the mri will be ordered looking for other injuries that may have occurred which happen less than probably 20 percent of the time so you're talking about labor nothing or else happened labor or things labrum, like that rotator labrum. Cup, yeah so what kind of like non-surgical treatment would somebody with an ac sprain of a lower grade non-surgical be looking at so if it's a grade one sprain which is which are probably the more common the grade one or two sprains we just put them in a sling let things calm down and then get them into therapy pretty quick, get them moving pretty quick and 
back to doing their sporting activity. Typically, if it's a grade one sprain, you know, parents or coaches want to know how long is my, my player out. And I typically, if I'm, if I'm just looking at, at averages, I tell people, patients, grade one sprain, two weeks out, grade two sprains, maybe four weeks out, and a grade three sprain that we treat non-surgically probably six weeks out now with him what makes it a little bit harder is is he's his position requires him to to throw so a baseball pitcher or an overhead athlete or you know a quarterback it may be a little bit longer than what i just said just because of the nature of what what they do and on the other side of it he is a professional athlete in excellent shape i guess that helps a little bit or not or does it mean that the more the muscles are defined the worse they can get hurt or something i don't i'm not an orthopedist doctor i'm sorry it'll it'll make the recovery quicker being in shape for him and easier but but i mean the it won't change how how they treat or or how careful careful they are with him you know they'll make sure that that he is throwing relatively pain-free and, and has all his strength back before they attempt to let him go back. When it's gone, is it gone, or is this something that could haunt somebody for the rest of the season? No, it shouldn't haunt them, but, but you know, when you if you have a lower-grade sprain, you, you, you can see, you can almost feel a little bump on your shoulder from the, the collarbone is basically raised up. And so if, if someone returns to play in the same season – They'll they'll pad it just so he doesn't take another hit to it. But, you know, I, I guess unless he has another injury, he's not risk. That that would be the only risk of, of taking a, a grade one injury to a grade four injury if he sustains another direct impact. So typically when people return to play, they're ready. And we don't typically see them have a problem or come back with another, a worse injury that, you know, from the prior one. And doctor, I know you don't know anything about Derek Carr's case, but if it's the most minor from your experience, for somebody that would have the most minor separation and playing quarterback, the quickest they could get back on the field would be? If it truly is a low-grade AC sprain, I would say two to four weeks. All right. So again, thanks to Dr. Elias for that. He's an orthopedic surgeon with Ortho LA. Um, There's a few things that he said there that I find notable. So first things first, MRI, Dave, Derek Carr is going to have one. I'm sure. Like, like he said, you need to rule out any associated injuries that you might not have been able to see on an X-ray. So he's, I'm sure if he hasn't had one yet, he's going to have an MRI to rule out like a rotator cuff tear or something like as the shoulder was separated hurt something else. That's something you can't really see on the x-ray. So, you know, I think he said less than 20% of these injuries have those. So hopefully that's something they can avoid because that would obviously complicate things further. The other thing is we don't know the grade of the injury yet. And and that's going to be the biggest factor of, you know, how much of ligament damage is there? How far was the shoulder separated? Because that's going to determine how long it takes them to come back. The Saints know right now, though. Yeah, that was one thing that he made clear. It was like, it right. doesn't take long. Like doctors, you, you can tell almost immediately, like in terms of like once you evaluate it, what the grade is. So I'm sure the Saints are well aware of how severe it is. It just hasn't been reported yet. And so what, you know, but I think two weeks is the minimum you're probably looking at with this type of injury, even the most, most minor sure, version right. of it. And, and two weeks can mean, okay, maybe he can get back. 
next week, right? Like it doesn't mean he's going to miss two weeks of football. It means that you're probably looking at that as, as your target of at minimum, you know, so maybe he could get back for that game against the Patriots more likely. I'd guess you're talking week seven against the Texans, assuming it's a grade one sprain, which based on, you know, what I'm hearing, kind of the optic, like the, the, the tone of everything and the, the demeanor of everybody, uh, it, it sounds like that's probably what you're looking at. I, I mean, don't quote me on that, it, but you know, I it, like he was back with the team. He came home with the team, so it wasn't like he needed to get immediate treatment out in Green Bay, you know. And so, hope you know, you're going to be probably looking at Jameis this week. But all in all, I think you got lucky, and hopefully, you know, I think they can win games with Jameis. I really do. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to see him the rest of the way. No offense, um, but I think this this off this team is better with Derek Carr at quarterback. Um, I think they can win to Jameis, but I think they're better with Derek Carr. So hopefully, by the time you do get him back, you've solved some of these issues. And the question is, how long does it take him to rehab? How long does it take to get the strength back in that shoulder? They're probably going to pat it, like Doctor Elias said. But you know, it's like, yeah, he can recover. But then if you let him get teed off on again, you're right back where you started. Yeah, and we, we talked about in the first segment too about being uh, you know afraid for anyone who's back there. And Jameis isn't Mister Mobile quarterback. He can he can run, but it's not like he's ever looking to take off. And yeah, I, I, that's a great point. What you had earlier, it's like, do you start Taysom at quarterback maybe because of the offensive line issues, and you know that that QB power is going to be more success. I, I just don't know. Uh, the team's vision right now with that O-line. Well, so here's here's one thing that's worth talking about too. You know what becomes really inconvenient right now? The fact that Jake Hayner is suspended for three more games. You know, like w- when it happened, you were like, well, it's not the end of the world. You have Derek, you have Jameis. You don't really need him. You'd be inactive anyway as or that third, that emergency quarterback. Now, your only option is Taysom. And so if you don't start Taysom, which I think you're going to start Jameis, but, and if you, so if you don't start Taysom, He's got to be the backup. And so not only yeah. do you have to put him in that role, you lose him, you know, like you might still it's use him, knife. but you can't use him as much as you want to. That's just unrealistic. Yeah. So what do you do? You know, one, a couple, there are a couple options and I would not be surprised if the saints went and uh, said, Hey Jake, you want to come hang out? Jake Luton. He's on the Panthers practice squad. They could sign him. They could go get him. We, we know how that works. They could go poach him. They'd have to put him on the active roster, but you have space. Because you got all these suspensions. Or there's another guy out there, free agent, friend of the program, Mr. Ian Book, baby. He's a free agent. Saints cut him. I'm sorry, the Eagles cut him. The Saints technically cut him too. I've had enough of the book. Close the book, please, on, on that well, experience. I, I, I get it. But at the same I know, time. It's a body. Well, it's a body, but it's also, he, they, both these guys know the offense. And that's the thing. You can't, if you're going to sign someone off the street, they're not going to be up on the offense in a week, whereas these guys could be. And and I swear, Singians out there. That's true. <laughs> that's another option. No, seriously, because all I need is someone to be the backup so that I can still use Taysom, right? I just need someone so that I don't end up in a situation where I just have zero quarterbacks, right? Yeah. And and you know, I guess the alternative is like, okay, uh, you know, just. You use Taysom a lot. You kind of 50-50 it and you go there. But I think that's a tough that's a tough spot to be in. Either way, that's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that roster spot this week. Ah, Kamara's back. He's the emergency quarterback. It's true. That's what he, <laughs> that's what that's what it was before. You had uh, all these guys. So yeah, it's true. 
No, we got all kinds of weird scenarios already in this season. No doubt. Uh, but all right, let's wrap that segment up. We're going to come back. We're going to go through the three up because there are a couple positive players. I do want to highlight them. And this team, you know, I like it. They're not giving up on the season yet. You know, two and one, not exactly a death sentence. Uh, so I think we should try to look at some of the positives too and see where they go from here. But all right, this is Inside Black and Gold. We will be right back. <laughs> 